It was a Saturday. I'll never forget how nervous I was. Staring at the small digital screen, three minutes never felt longer. I anxiously paced the bathroom floors with my eyes never left that tiny flashing hourglass. I tried to push the images of dozens of past negative tests out of my mind. And after what felt like years, the word pregnant appeared on the display. We did it, Chris. We're pregnant. I grabbed the test and I bolted out of the bathroom, tears of joy streaming down my face. My husband left left to embrace me and a celebration of laughter, tears, and joy erupted between us. That moment, standing and jumping in the doorway of our bathroom, was the happiest moment of my life. We couldn't wait to share our joy. We told our parents as soon as we could. Our joy was too big to contain, and we were on top of the world. The next six days were a blur of bliss, nausea, eating figs and pumpkin seeds, and painting just how I wanted our nursery to look. My pregnancy consumed me, physically, mentally, and emotionally. We had been trying for so long, and we were so happy that the sleepless nights and the morning sickness and the decaf coffee were all well worth the promise of a baby. I choked down slack seed and spinach smoothies only to throw them up with a smile on my face, repeating the mantra, I am doing this for my child, for our family. One week later, my world came crashing down. It started with a few spots of blood in the morning. And after talking to my mother in a frantic internet search, I decided to go to work, assured that a small amount of blood was relatively normal this early in the pregnancy. A few hours into the day, I went to the bathroom and my heart dropped into the pit of my stomach. Blood stained the water and I started to cry, fearing the worst. I called my doctor and heard the words that I had been terrified to hear since the moment I found out I was pregnant. I think it's best if you come into the hospital for some tests and you should not be bleeding this much. The drive home was a blur. I burst into our apartment, calling to my husband through staggered sobs. Something's wrong. Something's wrong with the baby and I need to go to the hospital now. Frightened tears stained my cheeks. I'm scared. By the time we got to the hospital, I had bled through my clothing. I sat, weeping, while a sample was drawn. I looked at the sympathetic nurse who took my blood to test the plummeting HCG levels. You don't need to take my blood. I know. He's gone. Try to stay positive. A sweet attempt at compassion fell deaf on my shell-shocked ears. I numbly shook my head. Call it mother's intuition, but he's gone. I desperately clung to my prized title of motherhood, even as I felt it slipping away. The next several hours melted into the next several days. I sat hollow, refusing food, sleep, and comfort. My mother came to sit and cry with me, and my husband paced the apartment, trying to keep busy. Flowers were delivered, condolences were offered, and our hearts were left as empty as our nursery. Our overwhelming joy was equally and swiftly matched with cold grief. We clung to each other, and I will never be able to thank my husband enough for getting me through that first week. The mother inside of me had died, and he stopped the rest of me from going with it. A citrine mother's ring adorns my right hand, calling to a child that I will never know. Losing my pregnancy was the hardest thing that I have ever experienced because it meant losing the possibility of being a mother. I mourned the loss of my motherhood and the portrait of a family that I had just 
started to paint. My miscarriage hurt because every broken promise does. But my grief should not rob someone else of their choice. My longing for motherhood is no more valid than someone else's longing for independence. I mourn the loss of missed opportunities in a life that I had planned for myself, which could just as easily be said of a woman forced into a pregnancy that she did not want. We are two sides of the same coin, and one does not devalue the other. I am incredibly privileged to be in a situation where pregnancy is the goal. I live in a two-income household with access to health care, in a situation where pregnancy is not only socially acceptable, but it is encouraged. We are a white, cisgender, married couple between the ages of 23 and 35. I will never worry about people questioning my decision to have children, the age at which I decided to conceive, or who I decided to have a child with. Society has dictated the norms, and I have chosen to fall within them, but that doesn't mean that that is the only valid choice. A negative pregnancy, ripped, a negative pregnancy test ripped away the life that I had built for myself, the same way that a positive pregnancy test can do the same. It is now more than ever that I lean on my fellow woman, and I will not allow that to be a one-way street. So I will continue to fight for myself, for my sisters, and maybe even someday for my children. If someone you know um, or you are grieving through the loss of a miscarriage, I encourage you to go to throughtheheart.com. Um, they have a program where you can send a comfort kit to a woman in need. It's a great charity. And if you would like to donate to Planned Parenthood, we'd be honored if you would donate in the name of Horribly Fight or a woman that you care about. Thank you very much.